This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Monday, May 11th. What jobs report? Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. It's going to be a slow start to the week. We have no economic data of relevance on the calendar today. We have the beginning of the refunding auctions via the three-year, but it's been a very, very long time since the three-year has set the overall tone in the Treasury market. With several regions, both domestically and abroad, transitioning into a phased reopening, the increase in new COVID-19 cases in Germany, South Korea, and China have conformed to experts' predictions. This surely offers little solace to those impacted by the pandemic. However, with the coronavirus's resurgence appearing unlikely to tax the hospital system, there was relatively muted response in financial markets. The most tangible risk for the U.S. is that the reopenings are delayed and or the phases are lengthened. Using the overseas experience as a guide, it's notable that Seoul shuttered more than 2,000 bars and restaurants, and Italy is struggling with compliance to social distancing rules. One of our key assumptions for the response to the pandemic was, and remains, that the enforceability of the lockdown would become even more challenging the longer the stay-at-home orders are extended. The increasing number of protests against the limits on mobility offer evidence that the novelty of forced staycations has worn thin, replaced by a growing sense of urgency to restart the shuttered economy. The next risk is that the difficulty in keeping individuals at home is dwarfed by the challenge of getting collective buy-in to the new rules. New rules of social distancing, new rules of wearing masks, new rules of essentially limiting the type of interactions that make people people. This brings us to the most relevant risk for financial markets at the moment. Will the spike in cases lead to the delay of the reopening schedules domestically or not? More clarity will be offered on this subject as the May 15th date quickly approaches and much of the Northeast is slated to slowly begin re-emerging from the mandated hibernation. While a slower reopening is better than being forced to close again, risk assets will not respond favorably to any further delays. This week offers a variety of new information via the scheduled data and known events, including Powell's webinar on Wednesday morning, during which the chair will discuss current economic issues. Our expectations for Jay's appearance are that he'll stay on message regarding the Fed's willingness to continue providing an unprecedented amount of monetary policy accommodation as long as it's needed. Think years, not months. Given that Q1 real GDP estimates are now tracking in the negative 31 to negative 35 range, it follows intuitively that the chair should be preparing investors for the reality of such horrid growth figures. At this point, a negative 30 Q2 GDP print would be shrugged off, if for no other reason than the guidance from Friday's non-farm payrolls puts the fallout from the pandemic into perspective. Within the details of the Treasury market, we've seen that throughout the entire month of April, and thus far in May, there has been a range in the 10-year sector which continues to hold, namely 54 to 78 basis points. This is interesting 
considering that it held even on Friday when we saw a negative 20-plus million non-farm payrolls print. In addition, despite a supply-inspired attempt to revisit the upper bound last week, yields only managed to get to 74.1 basis points before being brought back to the mid-60s. This morning, 10-year yields are at roughly 68.5 basis points. We see no reason to anticipate that the range will falter in the near term. In fact, the longer it persists and the extremes are reinforced, the more difficult a breakout will become. The other side of this dynamic is that once the range is finally breached and it will eventually give way, the price action will be significant as it will undoubtedly be driven by a paradigm shift in the macro narrative. Our call is that this won't occur until at least late May, if not early June, as the progress of the reopening efforts are better known. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Stay safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.